Are you trying to figure out how to get things done? Are you trying to look for knowledge that can actually help you do something, be something, be better at what you do? Hi, I'm Joyce Mbaya, founder of ZD, where we provide affordable online courses for Africa. This is the place for you, the ZD Podcast, where we have inspiring conversations with amazing people. And the ultimate goal is to help you know more so you can do more. Happy International Women's Week 2022. Uh, wow, it's very interesting because we've just spent about 30 minutes because I have so much to say, it took me a while to figure out what topic should I zero in on for this podcast. I was I had like three things. I could be here for three hours uh, talking about this because obviously one, I'm a woman. I'm a woman in business. I'm an African woman, founder, tech, women in tech founder, Lord, so many things. Um, and it's very interesting that the hashtag is break the bias. Uh, yes, I have walked the biases, seen the biases, experienced, not even subtle, but direct <laughs> biases. So it's important to state that because I think it's it's weird when you're in sessions and people are like, but is there a bias? I still get flawed, like, why, why are you even asking? But then it's why stories are important. It's why I need to talk about this. It's why I'm doing this podcast, because every time we talk about it, I can say, I... Jason Bayer, for an NCO, really have faced bias. And I've seen XYZ kind of experiences. It immediately gives anyone else the freedom to know they are not alone, to know these things we are fighting for are real and not imagined. And it's okay. It's it's like, yes, it is the thing to do. Um, so the topic, or rather what I think is important, or I'm reflecting on now this year, when it comes to celebrating women, is celebrating the authenticity of women. Um I'll even take it back to Maya Angelou's poem, Phenomenal Woman. And what, a, what does it mean to be a phenomenal woman in this day and age? Uh, what did it mean for my grandmother? What did it mean for my mother? What does it mean for me? Because times have changed. And I think we have evolved and we've not always been equipped for that evolution. We're still fighting the revolution as women. But as times are changing and as seasons are evolving and situations are changing, maybe we are not you know, as prepared as we think or, you know, evolving as well. So if I think about my grandmother, right, for her, maybe just, you know, she still had so many things, limitations, you know, she was home, um, bringing up children, you know, maybe she didn't have the freedoms of education, just things which we probably take for granted now, which maybe we should take a moment to appreciate um, that back then she didn't have, but she still had to be a phenomenal woman. Maybe that meant where she's ruling, she's ruling, her phenomenal has to come from how she's doing as a mother, how she's managing her home and being able to do all these things in circumstances where her own femininity and who she is as a woman is not being celebrated. And then when it comes down to my mother, well, my mother got educated. Uh, my mother actually has a master's. Hey, you know, so, you know, she's really done it all when it comes to education. She launched a career. But it's very interesting because we are three girls. I have two sisters. I don't have a brother. And my mom gave up her career at some point for us. I was in high school. She was running a very successful clinic, a business, and she f had to make a choice. Or rather, looking back on how she says it is, she didn't have to, but it felt like when she was watching my father's career and where he was at and watching us as young women and the challenges and struggles we were having, she intuitively felt very strongly for a particular season of our lives. If she wasn't more present, she would regret it. Um, and, and, and for any mother of a preteen girl, <laughs> I know you can already tell what what this is. So, um, yeah, so she made that choice. And looking back, and when I look at her now, 
I think it bothers me a little bit in the sense of I wish I could give that back to her. I think her brilliance didn't see her brilliance was not fully brought into the world. I'm not saying bringing up amazing daughters is not a brilliant thing. I'm just saying I feel like there's a legacy of hers that's still waiting to be fulfilled. I talked to her about this and maybe it's my problem not hers. <laughs> Uh, she's content but yeah I've had times even now where I challenge her and I'm like mom it's never too late let's in my true city spirit let's even launch a course something you know um, I think you have so much to give the world yet and you're still young and energetic anyway guys stay tuned maybe I'll convince her but that's my point those are the choices my mother had that's how my, my mom was living her own phenomenal woman journey then coming into our generation wow this is where the topic becomes long and interesting Um we have definitely embraced so much in terms of not just education but career right we we want the seat at the table we we want to to be fa- to be fairly like you know anything that a man can achieve in business and career we know we are capable of and we will go after nothing now is telling us not to we'll do our best to get it i studied computer science and math so i've been in this male dominated space from the beginning surrounded by men started by a lot of masculine energy um you know so so i think in our generation or for me my reflections now are about how how masculine energy has shaped my or influenced my work um and how it's taken so many years or rather at this later stage of my life that i'm starting to realize that all i ever needed to be was just me um when i first began my career i was a graduate management engineer at safaricom completely surrounded by men i was one of the boys i literally remember wearing trouser suits that were dark colored i even remember how i used to walk how i used to talk i was one of the guys <laughs> and it felt like that's what it would take for me to succeed for me to be hard for me to be relevant i need to be like the guy you know i need to be able to fit in right uh but what did that mean for my feminine energy right that that that's not necessarily a good thing i think there's a lot of parts of me that were left behind And like I said, these things only are clear in hindsight. If you had asked me then I wouldn't have known. I was doing the best I could, but it's only over time that I've realized, wow, okay. Yes, it was fine and it worked then, but why did I feel that way? You know, and I'm sure many women feel this way. Any woman ever think about incorporating senior roles? A lot of us have essentially had to embrace a lot of masculine traits or masculine energy to succeed. And because the world of business and the world we live in especially when it comes to career really has been built off of the strength or the I'd call it the energy of men right the the skills of men the things that are inherently natural for men but when you've had more and more women coming into this world i feel like there are not enough voices telling us hey you don't it's okay like this world can be redefined such that there's space for both yeah you don't have to be only focusing on you don't have to try to have the masculine energy to succeed just be yourself Um in a very practical example I can give right now where I'm the founder and CEO of ZD is uh you know when I'm pitching I've been fundraising for my startup right and when I'm pitching you know if I go back to what all the books tell us all the courses it's confidence you know it, it feels like already as you know that's already investment is a world again male dominated uh female founders are not getting enough funding it's very daunting so when i'm in front of investors it feels like i need to have very masculine energy i need to be confident i need to you know I, there's no room for soft <laughs> um and if i'm not like that i'll not be taken seriously you know uh but it, that energy is not comfortable for me maybe some women are but i'd, I'd like to bet for a lot of women if we think about 
who we are, if you think about what feminine energy is, I feel like the feminine energy is not masculine energy. It's different. We are not men. We shouldn't be trying to be men. We should just be trying to be ourselves. It doesn't mean we can't learn or embrace some of the masculine energies, but it's not shouldn't be at the expense of our feminine energy. So in my example that I've just given, it means the more comfortable I am with myself, even if I'm not necessarily using masculine energy, I'm probably more likely to convince someone to, you know, because I guess the point I'm making is as long as you're wearing a mask or trying to be something that's not naturally you, it becomes that much harder. Even if you think you sound confident, because my own discomfort is likely to convey to my audience. So yes, I probably sound like people can pick up with what we call proving energy. You're trying, you're trying. (laughs) And I think that's what happens to women when you're, when you're trying again you know you're really pushing with that masculine energy you're thinking about what you're saying you're working almost too hard to be this thing instead of just relaxing and surrendering to who you are and saying this is me i know my stuff i know what i'm you know this is me take me as i am and and i think people really resonate with people who are comfortable with themselves it's it's a very powerful thing um so that's my point be authentically you so now in this season it's been great because even in sales in anything i'm doing it's you know, if, if I haven't have to talk about, let me give a different example. I'm a mom, but in the old school of thought, I will tell you how many, I can't tell you how many courses or advice I've received where I'm told, leave your mom, motherhood things out the door. Yeah, no one wants to hear those stories in a boardroom. Why? Like, will someone tell a guy, leave your Subaru stories at the door? No one wants to hear those in a boardroom. I mean, that's a very weird example to give, but it's like, why are people judging? Um, you know, let's even use a better example, golf. <laughs> Because, you know, maybe let's say some top executives golf, they will have no issue having a five-minute conversation about on the course on Saturday. But for a woman, that could mean saying, hey, my nanny deserted me last weekend. It, it doesn't make you any less of a professional or a brilliant businesswoman to discuss your children. There should be space for that, right? So that's what I'm saying. We're not sacrificing the feminine for the masculine because we think that's what's going to work. Um my team will tell you, even in meetings, even in one wine today, I literally, I love it. It's called having zero chills in this in this later stage of my life. But it also just feels really good to not have to pretend or cut off parts of yourself. In fact, I think it, it opens up, it warms the room. It's people, it brings joy to everything you do. If you can take all of who you are, where you go, right? Um, yeah, so I've said a lot. This is a big topic, but in summary, I'm basically saying... To all the women out there, be authentically you, right? You don't have to be a man. You don't have to be like a man. You don't have to try to be like a man to succeed. You only need to be yourself. And you don't have to leave parts of who you are as a woman um, in whatever roles you have in your life to be successful. Be yourself. And there's no one way to succeed as a woman. As a stay-at-home wife or housewife, you are a successful woman. As a businesswoman, you are a successful woman. As a nanny, you are a successful woman. That success is not dependent on one masculine way that the world has defined success. It's based on at the end of the day, when you lay your head down to sleep, are you satisfied? Are you happy? Have you given 100% of yourself in what you're doing? And and that's all, you know? So times now are very different. There's, there's nothing to define who or what we should be and how we should do it. But all I know is whatever form or shape it takes, it should always be authentically you, just the way you are. This week's episode has come to an end, but the fun doesn't have to stop here. 
If you have any questions, suggestions or feedback, head over right now to Twitter and Facebook and like and share, comment, get involved. Let us know what you think, what you want to learn next and join us next time.